0: Hi, my name is John and my name is Chris and, and this is stay, stay on, on target
1: Hey everybody, welcome to stay on target. We are your hosts You can find us online at stay That's right, John this week. We are talking about summer games fest 2023 summer game fest
0: 2023. It's it's the it's not e3, but e3
1: yeah, I mean it's what it's what Jeff Keighley has now taken upon himself to replace E3 with, uh, and actually this was uh seems like it was a a, a better uh, E3 replacement than we've seen in uh, recent years. It actually had some cool big announcements and uh, some cool trailers and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, and the thing that surprised like some star power, which kind of like kind of surprised me as well. Um, I don't know, man. Like the the presentation was was pretty good, pretty. Pretty great. Like, I mean, there's obviously like a, a, the back half of it had some, some commercials and things like that where you're like, okay, this is, this is, this is uh Jeff Keighley paying the bills, you know, <laughs> this is uh you know, there's a few, few times where you're like, okay, okay, I'm going to zip through this on the replay or whatever. Um, but like, I mean, dude, it was, it was the first hour especially was just like hit after hit after hit after hit. And uh, I was, I was very impressed. I'm, I'm, I'm down, dude.
1: Yeah, dude. Um, so we'll be talking about that a little bit later, but first, John, uh, what have you been up to this week,
0: man? So this week I have played, uh, obviously more tears, of the kingdom. Um, I have, I finished a couple of things. Um, so I finished the, uh, the electric mayhem stuff. So the, the Muppets electric mayhem, uh, and it is, that was fantastic. Wrapped up really well, re- wrapped up awesomely. There was a, uh, there is an episode, just a single, <laughs> single episode in there that, um, that they basically parodied the the Beatles documentary, <laughs> oh wow, really? and get back it was really good it's i that that episode in particular, I was like this entire series like it like <laughs> it's it builds and builds to the last like two episodes, and that's one of the last like th- two episodes. And like from that point on through the end, it is just, I was just cackling. I was just laughing the whole time while I was watching those last like three episodes. And that was one of those three episodes Um, because they set up the characters and all the different things that are going on so well early on that like whenever they then decide to like just like put them all, put them all in, in, you know, comedic situations um, and see what happens. Like, you're like, of course, this is all going to go, go haywire and uh, anyway so it's great um i also finished the game that i mentioned last week uh planet of lana um the this side scrolling kind of uh puzzle platformer it's basically like a uh like you know k- gameplay that's limbo-esque where you're like dragging stuff around and you're kind of stealthing your way through uh from screen to screen um fantastic ending i really enjoyed it it's it had uh had uh, like some big, big moments in it that I, uh, I really enjoyed and I, I will be thinking about, um, maybe not to the degree of like an inside, but like, cause like, man, the ending of inside, like you, yeah, definitely like sit there and think about the, uh, that one, um, but this doesn't have like that big of a drastic moment, but there are definitely some like set pieces and some some moments in there where I was like, man, this is just cool. This is a cool universe. This is cool things to have happened. And I'm, I'm wanting to go back and work my way through and get all the secrets. Like there's just like with, you know, those, uh, you know, Limbo and Inside, like, you can go back and find um, kind of these, like, little collectibles to kind of uncover more about, like, the universe or, like, what's going on or, like, whatever. Um, and so I, I want to make sure I work my way through and, and do that. Um, but, dude, it's a great game. So, uh, you know, everybody should play it. It's on Game Pass. So if you have Game Pass, you should try it out at least. Um, it's real pretty. The music is really nice. Um, real real, real fun time with Planet of Lana. Um, but that's what I've been up to this week. What have you been up to this week, Chris,
1: man, dude, I haven't been up to a lot. Uh, just kind of the only, only kind of media things I've been up to, um, watching, actually I take the back. I, uh, I forgot over the weekend I watched, uh, the movie Babylon with, um, Brad Pitt and Margot Robbie. It's, um, Damien Chazelle's, uh, latest movie he directed, um, La La Land, Whiplash, um and it feature it focuses on like Hollywood moving out of the the silent era into the um the talkers era. It's a fictional story. It's not like a it's not following but uh anyone specific, but it's it's just kind of a, a dramatization of um what Hollywood uh could have and uh was like to some extent, I mean, a lot of it's, I mean, it's blown, it's, it's, it's wildly exaggerated. Of like, course, it's not, yeah. it's not like a, uh, this isn't a historical, like, fiction film. It's like taking aspects of it and then blowing it up to a wild proportion. I mean, the first probably, I mean, what's, what's funny is like the the movie starts. It, I, I like it a lot. Uh, I'll, I'll preface it with that. The, I need to watch it again. The, the movie starts, and it just kind of goes, and we don't hit the title card until, like, it's, like, 32 minutes into the movie.
0: Wow. Something like that.
1: Um, How it's long just is like, the movie? Like, three hours long.
0: Oh, okay. Well, now that makes sense, then.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, proportionally. <laughs> uh, but, like, and it just... Because it just starts, and it just goes, and it's just, like, it's telling all this, this story and stuff like that, and, like, it... I mean, it, it I I need to go back and watch it, too, because it definitely feels like it, it has, like, um, uh, very specific, like, sections of the movie that are, like, doing very specific things. Um, and uh, there, they're, like, there are um, definitely, like, you know, I can tell now, like, after watching several of his movies, there are definitely things that he does in all his movies. I mean, the most obvious thing is the music is just fantastic all throughout the movie. Um, it's uh, he works with um, Justin Hurwitz, um, who he he does often did La La Land, and it's it's great. Just everything's great, and uh, um, there's just a really unique movie. Like I don't know that I've seen something else like it to the extent that I've seen. Like I don't know. It's just it's it's a it's a unique movie. Um, cool. So anyway, I I enjoyed it a lot. I I, I recommend it. Um, it is a an adventure. Uh, and
0: um, a sight to behold. That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, so like, so the silent area into like whenever they have you know whenever dialogue and talking and things like that. Um, yeah, that's super yeah. fascinating. I'm uh, I'm 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 into it. I'll have to check yeah. out. What, and did again, you watch it and again, it doesn't.
1: It doesn't like, it's not like folk, it's not like, you know, you would think a, a movie if I describe it like that as a very historical based movie and focuses on like how they invented then the audio and all that <laughs> No, it's not about any of that kind of stuff. It's this like, this is the microphone. Well, yeah. Well, you think about like when I think about like, a, you think about like um what I, exp- what I expect Oppenheimer to be uh, by Christopher Nolan is coming out. Like, we're like, okay, we're going to focus on like they're inventing the bomb and then like, you know, the. <laughs> They're, they're inventing
0: you know, they're inventing audio. Yeah, like, like yeah, like it's all yeah. about
1: the transition, the actual yeah. no, it's not. It's about these characters who are set in that era and the transition that some of them either make or don't make from the silent era to the uh to the era with sound. And I mean there's the the most hilarious you would actually appreciate it uh this uh, a ton. Uh the most hilarious scene in the entire movie is Margot Robbie's character, she has become popular doing silent movies, so she's never had to like speak or act or all that kind of stuff and then they build um the they they start shooting her in movies with sound, and so they're inside this instead of being out they could be outside they could be anywhere in the silent area. you can just right, shoot right it doesn't matter what's happening because uh, there's no sound and right. so um they uh they have to shoot on these sound stages. And the camera can't be in the room because it's using real film. So, because it's making noise while it's shooting, it's it's inside the box. And there's no air conditioning anywhere because the air conditioning has to be uh, uh, all turned off. And the sound guy up in the sound booth is, uh, 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 overlord, just like he walks in the room, he's like, "Does anyone hear that high-pitched noise? What is does anyone have a watch on?" Like, no, we took all our watches off. You know, like all this kind of stuff. We we're just like, "This is this is a sound man with way too much power." And they all they're all yelling at each other. It's like it is. It has one like one of the dudes. Um, at that point, one of the guys, studio execs, is one of the dudes from Wolf of Wall Street. It's uh It is hilarious. Um, yeah, it's great.
0: I, I dig it, man. I uh, That sounds super interesting. I was just thinking, like, it, because, like, these days, you have, like, sh- like shotgun microphones that, like, that hone in, that have, like, a really, really, like, tight, narrow uh, field that they can pick up. Like, you think about, like, like, baseball games or, like, you know, sporting events. Like, you can, like, get somebody who's, like, just, like, microphoning, like, the the players, like, so far away or whatever, right? Um, out in the outfield or whatever, <laughs> and but like back in the day, it was just like no, nah, the microphones just are on, and it's just the the room, you know. <laughs> so, um, that's fascinating, Chris. Uh, yeah, because before, like with the silent era, like a lot of you know some of the, some of the more, you know, these days that are known well are were like filmed on like treadmills and things, like where they build these giant contraptions, um, to have somebody like run on, like you know, and it, where it's like looks like they're just like running, a, you know. But they're just on a treadmill or whatever. And it's like that. They couldn't do that with with microphones <laughs> out there. It'd be so loud. Um, wild dude. I uh, I'm I'm into, into this movie. I don't know like which way I would prefer. Like whether it's like, oh, it's the like this is the, you know, it's like it just depends on the movie what you're, you know, whether or not I would prefer like the historical accurate portrayals or dramatizations or whether it's like, you no, know, just like take it and, and go wild, you know? Right. I mean,
1: it, it's definitely two different styles of a movie. Like yeah. this is not meant to be, you know, a dramatization of what, of specifically what happened. This right. is they're Again, they're taking very specific things and blowing them wildly out of proportion, but it's like done in a very like entertaining way um, and you know, like it's, it's kind of, I mean, I would say, you know, parts of it's kind of a, I, I don't know what genre this really is. It's kind of like part, like when you look at it, I think on IMDB or whatever, or, um, it's listed as a comedy, which is like, if it's a comedy, it's a dark, tragic comedy. It's not right. a like traditional comedy, but I don't even know if I would put this in comedy. Um...
0: I mean, from I know, the scene dude. you've described, it sounds like a dark. I mean, comedy.
1: It's, it, it is, I mean it's, it's really funny. Like I'm not. I mean, I was.
0: I was. Uh, um, I, I was laughing out loud a ton. For I mean, sure. that's the thing. Like, I, and that's you know, the dark comedies. Man, it's like <laughs> you ride the line of whether it's whether it. You know, you'd be like, well, was that a funny movie? It's like, ah, it was funny. <laughs> Um. Anyway, uh, that's awesome, dude. I uh, I'm into it. I'll I'll have to check it out. What was it called one more time? Babylon. Babylon. Okay. Cool.
1: I'm um, trying to trying to find. Like I found a uh, on on YouTube. I found a um, part of the the part of the movie I'm talking about. But they've cut, cut it down from like eight minutes long to like three minutes. I'm like, that's not eww. helpful.
0: I feel like you lose it. I feel like you lose something whenever you cut it beyond half.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, okay, you're cutting out a lot here. <laughs>
0: We, we took out every other frame of footage, and you're like, hmm. Um, but, Chris, that's awesome. Yeah. I, uh, you know, anything else of note no, that you, no, no, you want to no. talk about?
1: That's, that's really all I've been up to.
0: All right, well, then it's time for... The News! The News!
1: The News! Yes, okay, so um, we're going to talk about the... Uh, Everything that was announced here at uh, Summer Games Fest. So I'm just gonna go through Suck. this list. This is coming from uh, IGN, written by Logan Plant. Um, you're gonna, you've watched a lot more of this than I have. I've watched some of the highlights, and so yeah. Um, I watched I don't the think whole we should thing. go. I don't think we should go through everything. So like, <laughs> no. let's not get into that rhythm.
0: <laughs> well, so like, uh, otherwise we'll like, be here all night. Okay. Like, as, a, as an overall thing, like I said, the first hour, fantastic hit after hit after hit. The second hour, the first, like, chunk of it was very much, like, these were actual announcements. They, were, like, they weren't, they were like, it wasn't, like, commercials, right? Like, there's, you know, sometimes you have to, like, you know, parse through uh, in, like, you know, the Summer Games Fest of, of years past, as well as, uh, like, the Game Awards. You have to parse through, like, what's a commercial and what's, like, an actual announcement, um, they were actual announcements, but they felt like commercials uh, a couple of times. Where I was like, mm, "That was an extended period of just like you know announcements that like really didn't hit me. Yeah, you know, like didn't didn't do anything for me personally." So um, we'll probably kind of like breeze right through all of those. <laughs> um, but yeah. So Chris, hit mm. me with it.
1: All right. So the uh, the first thing, Spider Man Two gets an October twentieth uh, release date, which is pretty cool.
0: Yep. We, they, they maintained that it was coming out this year, we just didn't have a date, and then they had that extended look at the Sony thing that we talked about two weeks ago, the Sony showcase, and uh, didn't do a date then, so this was, they were holding off to, to give it to, to, to Jeff.
1: Uh, also, uh, I skipped over this one
0: accidentally, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth is coming early 2024. Super excited about that! I still have to finish the first part one. The reason that I didn't like the reason I kind of took I paused on it like a game came out. And I was like, okay, well I, I can either forge ahead and finish uh, part one of Final Fantasy VII remake, um, which I was really like I, I love. It's it, it was it was very fun. Um, or I can pause and do this other thing and finish it whenever it's closer to the, uh, the release of the second part. And so now's the time, Chris, I've got a, you know, between now and the end of the year or whatever, I'm going to, going to dive back into final fantasy seven remake and finish it part nice. one anyway. And then, then this will come out. So, um,
1: so this one, I'm actually, I, I'm, I, I saw this. This is the preview. Uh, Prince of Persia: The Lost Crown is coming next year. 2D scrolling, side-scrolling platformer. Um, honestly, to me, it looks um, uh, similar to, at least in the way that combat looks, like it might work to like a uh, uh, Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Yep. Um, yep. That's
0: that's a good good shout. Like it has like those bright, vibrant colors too. Like that kind of combat.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's really interesting. Uh, I don't know. Like, I, I love Prince of Persia, um, but I got into Prince of Persia in the, like, 3D era. So, like, mm. um, uh, the Prince of Persia re- reboot, and I think Sands of Time was 3D, if I remember yep. right. And those are the Prince of Persia games that I love. Uh, I didn't really love, like, they did three Prince of Persia games recently. No, that was Assassin's Creed. Sorry. They haven't really done, like, they did those, those three, like, side-scrolling Assassin's Creed games. You're um, right. I those remind me those. of the old 3d prince of persia games yeah um, and that's i hope that's this not, is not like that <laughs> it's not well it doesn't look like that because those were like real stealth based mm-hmm. and this looks like is it's like an action platformer yeah with lots of they, combat they way they more did combat say, than i would expect from prince of persia
0: like i think somebody used the like somebody from ubisoft like used the word like metroidvania in there and it's so, like hopefully Which that's love. the way that it goes
1: I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, you, I think you, you like Metroidvania games more than I do. I don't like them. I don't, I don't find them fun. I don't like enjoy them. I mean, Um, that's what
0: you would call like that is, that is what uh, Ori is and the Will of the Wisps is. Um, Okay.
1: At least without the like, without the death component to it. Like, I guess I, I, like, you know, I, I, I'm okay with Ori. Ori's fine.
0: And there's yeah, and there, there's like there's a difference. I think like there's a there's a balance point, right? Like so like the Shantae like Metroidvania style games are easier, right? Whereas like if you do like a Hollow Knight, it's like oh no, this is like gonna gonna punish you over and over again. Um, and so like yeah, like there, it depends on like where is the balance point? Because um, there also are some like there's a uh, man there's a Batman Brave and the Bold. Uh, that way forward did. It's essentially like it, it's a metroidvania, um but it's it was on the ds and I think you have my cart of that and you should play that. but like it's it's a fantastic game, but it's so easy like it's in it and it's just like but you feel so good while you're playing it. um you know, and as far as an action game goes, it's just like, oh my goodness, I'm powering up. I'm leveling up Batman and blah, blah. and and you just feel great playing it because it's not like punishing it. Um, and like you figure out, you know, oh, maybe you died like a couple of times or like whatever across the across the whole game, but like just overall just, it, you just, you kind of feel like, man, I've mastered this by the end um, because it ramps up so steadily. Um, and that's, you know, that's that's the kind of balance point that you have to choose like whenever you're developing one of these games. It's like, okay, am I gonna make this punishing and hard like a Hollow Knight or am I gonna make this more of a fun, breezy kind of a, a game? Um, akin to like that Batman game or am I going to sit somewhere in the middle? Um, like the majority of them do. Um, Shantae kind of sits on the easier side most of the time, uh, which is one reason why I really love those games is that like, sure. I may like have to restart something, but generally I'm just like leveling up and making, you know, making choices and, and, and learning skills that, that do translate. And it's all about like, okay, how well did I do that? Not, did I do that or not? Like, there's not like a, 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 uh, success or failure. It's more like how well did I do that? So, um, yeah. Anyway, so hopefully this is this this rides that balance kind of in the middle. I I would not finish this game probably if it... like it's it it is not pulling me through in the way that like a uh, like a Hollow Knight did um, where it's like man this is you know that's okay that that's punishing because it was so appealing you know from yeah. a visual perspective. So yeah, well, and it
1: looks a little it's a little like toned down on the visuals. It doesn't like it's kind of like surprises me. It kind of like looks, looks whatever I like. You know, a lot of times, if this is not going to be a super detailed uh, 3D game, you mm-hmm. they stylize it in some way. This yeah. is not stylized at all. It just like seems I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna play it if the combat's it, great and the movement's great, then I'll love it. If not, then I'll just be like whatever.
0: It kind of reminds me like the the visual stylings, and it's like it reminds me of like a Disney Infinity. Um, in that also, like, I'm surprised this is, like, next-gen consoles because it, it like, it literally just looks like, <laughs> it looks like Next- Genesis Infinity. That came out on, you know, came out on, you know, 360 or whatever. So, um, as well as, as well as Xbox One. So, I, like, it's a, it's an interesting visual style and it's an interesting choice to go with this visual style as well. Um, I don't dislike it. I think in motion, it looks really nice and really, really bright, colorful type stuff, but, whenever you're like looking at the kind of cutscenes or like the up close kind of stuff, it does kind of like, I, I was like, mm, I'm not sure this is a Ubisoft game, you know?
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, uh, mortal Kombat at one, um, got a re- review trailer. Um, they're restarting, rebooting the franchise.
0: Yeah. It was interesting. Ed Boone came out, um, and talked about it and he was like, yeah, if everyone who played through Mortal Kombat 11 knows this one villain, like basically, you know, did, Destroyed the entire universe or whatever, and started a, a new world. And this is that new world. Uh, this is that new universe, like a multiverse of uh, of Mortal Kombat. And so, yeah, starting kind of from the get go, and they've like tweaked some character stories, that sort of thing. It also the the reveal was that in the gameplay you have like a bonus character that you can have uh, come with you, um, whether it's a it's a companion character, I think is what they called it, um, and you can pull like from from all the different characters of, 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 uh, Mortal Kombat from the past. And, uh, yeah, anyway, it's, it looks, looks real good. The, obviously the like fatalities and things are, are, are absolutely (laughs) disgusting, um, and like violent. So yeah, you know, it's one of those that, uh, it's Mortal Kombat and looks, looks like a lot of awesome Mortal Kombat. So very cool.
1: Sonic Superstars is a new 2D classic Sonic game coming this year. It looks pretty awesome. It's a sixty sorry, yeah, sixty dollar game, um, <laughs> up to four players, but it's all 2D, which is wild.
0: Yeah, it shocked me. Like the price shocked me because I was like, I remember it was it was Sonic the Hedgehog four um, for the 360 or something like that. Came in three parts or whatever, and I guess that each of the parts uh, was you know fifteen bucks or something like that. So I think it, in the end it probably amounted to like a $50 game or something like that. But it's, uh, it just surprised me that this was like a, a $60 game. I am down. It looks great. Like as far as the visuals go, I, I like the style. I, I kind of, man, dude, the dream would have been like a, a Sonic mania too. Right. Like that oh, would yeah. have been, that would have been like an instant, like, Oh my goodness. I'm so hyped for this. Right. Um, but they went with like a three D uh visual style. Like it's it's something we haven't seen before. And it looks pretty good. Like it looks really nice. I really like the the style. Um and so I'm I'm in.
1: Totally, totally, totally. Uh also Fortnite. Um chapter four, season three was uh teased. There's a Transformers crossover. I haven't played Fortnite in forever, but it looks kinda cool.
0: Chris, they put a hole in the middle of the island and it's and it's Again? a jungle. And oh, it's a man. jungle. I'm just I don't you know it's Alan a jungle Wake, down
1: there. Alan Wake 2 gets a huge gameplay reveal. Uh it looks real scary, John.
0: Yeah, they, he called it their first he said it's their first survival horror game.
1: <laughs> Which I thought the first one was, but
0: Yeah, that's kind of like I, what guess I th- thought this too. does look
1: more like more Resident Evil-y.
0: I guess yeah. And and like they he detailed like so they did like a a, a trailer before. And he detailed, like, what they kind of have going on with... Because that trailer was, like... It was really ambiguous as, like, who's the player character? Because Alan Wake talks a little bit, but then another character talks. And so the, the, he talked about how... Um I guess Sam Blake from uh, from from Remedy comes out and he was talking about how you can switch after a certain point after being introduced to kind of both characters of, of Alan Wake and then the other character. I can't remember what the other character's name was, but she's there to investigate in Bright Falls to investigate a serial killer and, uh, and to basically like these supernatural things start happening. And so she's investigating that now. And Alan Wake is kind of stuck somewhere in the, you know, in, in, you know, the other, other realm or whatever. And he's trying to escape from there. And so you can then after being introduced to both of them, you can kind of switch between them at will um, where it's like, okay, it's getting, it's, it's getting real scary for Alan over here. Let's go see what the other characters up to, you know, that type of thing. Um, And you can kind of switch between them for the rest of the story. And so that's super interesting to me. Very fascinating. I, uh, I, from the look of it, I'm like, so down, but Chris, I, I don't know about scary games, man. <laughs> I know. I mean, it does look scary. That's for sure. Um, I've loved their other games, like control was, it wasn't too scary control was, was great. Um, as was quantum break. Um, and I haven't played Alan wake. That's the biggest one. Like that's the biggest like gap as far as like, you know, my kind of, it's been on my to-do list for, for a long time. I think I actually have your copy of the original game. Um, and now I think the uh, the remake of that original game is on sale, so I think I probably should pick up the remake and play through that and see how, if see if I nope right out of that one. If I nope out of that one, then I'm definitely going to nope out of this one. So I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll know.
1: Um, all right. So uh, next on the list, like a Dragon Gaiden is coming this year.
0: Gaiden. I don't
1: know. Yeah, I didn't, I I didn't watch that one.
0: That, uh, yeah, it's just, just more like a dragon. The, that's the Yakuza franchise, um, but it's like what, they, what they've rebranded it and called it now at this point. Is, uh, so this is the older traditional style rather than the turn-based combat. So the newer ones are um, coming out like, so it's a, I forget what they're called. Um, it's it, it's the, the two different sides of like a dragon franchise. And one of them is turn-based. One of them is action. This is the action one
1: uh Star Trek Infinite was announced It's a brand new strategy game coming from Paradox. Um I uh, t- tell me whether or not I'm going to I don't know. I don't I would love a, I would I would love a Star Trek game that I would love to play, but they are always stuff like this.
0: Yeah, and this this one seems like it was more of the same as it, as it was announced, I was like, "Oh man, this sounds awesome because like the VO was real cool. Um but it was a cinematic thing and then it zoomed out to like this view of a map. And I was like, "Ah, man, This is not the Star Trek game that I would like. I'm not, I don't want to send my Star Trek troops out to go (laughs) fight the Borg. Like that's not, that doesn't feel like Star Trek to me. Like Star Trek is exploration and you know, science discoveries and like, Oh, let's negotiate with these, you know, like it's, it's not like, Hey, go direct. It's not like risk. It doesn't, (laughs) Star Trek is not risk to me. (laughs) So I don't know, man. Right. John Carpenter's toxic commando revealed.
1: Uh, It's a first-person shooter. That's an ode to 80s action and horror. Zombie game, this, dude. Sounds cool. It, it, uh, it looks real game? cool.
0: It looks real cool. First-person <sighs> zombie game. looked real it's fun. Fine.
1: I'm just tired of zombies. Sandla, uh, Sandland is a new action game from Akira Toriyama and Bandai Namco. It looks kind of like the artwork looks cool
0: this one looked really nice um very very visually stunning and because it's the creator of of dragon ball like all the character models and all the characters look like dragon ball characters and it's just a new universe and very very interesting like realistic kind of uh surroundings with cartoon characters uh running around in it and which is really a a cool visual style um yeah, it reminded me, like, in some places, it's, like, supposed to be, like, an open world. It reminded me of, like, Sonic Frontiers a little bit in that, like, in that visual style where you're, like, man, this is, like, a really realistic looking kind of area. But then, obviously, the character that you're driving or you're controlling is, like, is more cartoony, which is interesting. All right, I'm trying to, Powell World is, like, Pokemon, but with guns? yeah. This one looked really interesting. I'm so shocked. Like about some of the character designs, they look straight up pulled from Pokemon. Um, And then the main characters and and the Pokemon themselves are picking up like rocket launchers and and shooting them at each other and stuff. I don't know. I don't know what's going on with this game.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it looks kind of weird. The Lord of the Rings Return to Moria is coming this fall. It's a survival crafting adventure.
0: Yeah. It bears resemblance
1: to Deep Rock Galactic. Interesting.
0: Right, and I love Deep Rock Galactic. That was great. Your dwarf up in space, riding on some rails and stuff, building stuff, mining for stuff, getting out alive. Um, but this, like, so the voiceover of this, like, was awesome. I, I literally think it was. Uh, it sounded so much like Gimli to me that, like, I, I am, I would be hard pressed to think it was anybody but that actor <laughs> doing the voiceover here. Um, but. It you know I don't know how it's going to pan out because like those types of games sometimes I love them like Deep Black Galactic sometimes they end up being a little bit too like crafty for me um, and where it's like okay this is going to take a real long time um, to really get anywhere in this game so um, it, but if you're into the into like social kind of gaming experiences like that like the, this could be right up your alley Chris.
1: Final Fantasy VII Ever Crisis is getting a closed beta. Um, it's uh it's a the game was first announced in twenty twenty one and is a compilation of every story told in the Final
0: Fantasy Seven universe. Yeah, it
1: seems weird.
0: It's like Crisis Core and all of that as well.
1: Banisher's Ghost of New Eden is a new action RPG from the creators of Vampire. Baldur's Gate 3 introduces Jason Isaacs as a major villain. Twisted Metal debuts on Peacock on July 27th.
0: That's yeah, that that trailer was like they played a scene from that. It looked interesting. Um Anthony Mackie and then um yeah, I mean it looks it looks interesting. I I have very little like low level of interest for for that one and I always have, but like I'll I'll, you know, keep my eyeballs, like, peeled to see if it's any good. Like, if if, if reviews come out, it's like, okay, fine, I'll I'll watch it, but...
1: <laughs> Here's some uh, news that might get me back into Marvel Snap. Marvel Snap's getting a uh, competitive mode.
0: Yes, they are. Are you, are you still and, playing Marvel Snap at all? Uh, Yes, I am, occasionally. Like, I think, I don't know, I don't know where I'm at exactly. Like, I, I bop back in every, like... What seems like every like three weeks or something like that, I'll be back for like a few days, and uh, so like I mean I I am slowly getting you know acquiring things. I don't know if I've missed anything really, um, so I know what's going on. But they're getting the competitive mode, and it looks like they're getting like a new reward track for that competitive mode as well. Interesting.
1: Um, Yeah, dude, I haven't. It it like there wasn't enough variation for me. Like and it didn't like. And uh, I fell off pretty hardcore a few seasons ago just because like I just didn't uh, like the way that the meta was playing, like it wasn't evolving enough. They weren't like really updating and and taking care of like I would just get steamrolled by decks. Yeah. And and as much as like I thought it kept it fresh at the beginning, I just didn't like a lot of their new like uh, areas that would pop up or whatever they're called. Um, yep, yep the locations, just, yeah yeah the locations, and I'm just like, I have to redo my decks every time you you all try to uh do a new location that's super weird. I'm like, i'm just I'm over it,
0: yeah, I do feel like there was a time there. there was a, a chunk of time there where the balance was just so far off because like like yeah, you said like there's like a, a couple of like really key cards where it's like if you didn't have one of those cards. There's no way, you know, like you're just like if you go up against one, you're like, oh, they're about to play uh," and they play it. And you're like retreat, you know, (laughs) it's like because it's just unbeatable Um, these days. It feels a lot more balanced than that to me. um, I also have acquired a lot more of like those types of cards. So uh, it's hard for me to like be like, oh, yeah, I recommend getting back in right now because like I'm sitting on like a Galactus deck and I'm sitting on like, you know, it's like there's there's. Quite a few higher level cards that, like I just have because of, uh, I've you know enough time has passed while I've been uh, been playing. So um, yeah. Anyway, the competitive mode, everybody should you know check it out. It's a free game, so check it out and see what you do, see what you think.
1: New trailer for season four of Call of Duty: Modern Warfare. Um, I didn't re- watch this, but uh, I'm I'm sure it looks cool.
0: It it was very cool. I mean, everything was cut to cut to the music. Oh, you know, it's 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 a trailer, like it's a Call of Duty trailer. Like they, they all all look really fun.
1: Man, we have a lot more to go to. I'm gonna uh, sprint through some of this. Path of Exile yep. two got a gameplay trailer. Exoprimal is getting a Street Fighter six crossover. Uh, Lies of P gets a demo and new release date.
0: That Lies. is a really cool looking game, but it's a it's a Souls like game. Um, Interesting, starring Pinocchio. Yeah, so it's it's loosely based on Pinocchio, and it looks like Pinocchio's like a mech in this instance, like or like a, not a mech, but like a cyborg of something. I don't know, like a robot. It's everybody kind of looks like a robot in that world, which is really interesting. It, it, the visual stylings of that game look fantastic. It's just the fact that it's a Soulsborne, where I'm like, mm, I don't, I, I'm that's not aside from Elden Ring, that's not not my genre.
1: Yeah, Netflix uh, shares The Witcher season three trailer, which is the final season with. Henry Cavill in uh, the role of Geralt, which is a bummer.
0: Yeah. I, uh, I, it made me like this trailer. I watched it. I was like, oh man. I was like, I, I feel like I need to start this show now. Oh, yeah. I mean,
1: uh, Witcher is great. <laughs> I like it a lot. Warhammer 40,000 Space Marine 2 uh, revealed a co op mode, three player co op. And then, uh, Nicolas Cage had a big, uh, section. He's coming to Dead by Daylight.
0: Dude, that was awesome. Um, and he comes out he came out and and talked to uh, talked to Jeff for an extended conversation. And like the more he talked, the more I was like, I was like, ah, oh, this is this is this is awesome. He's totally into this. He is so sold on this game. <laughs> um, or I was like surprised because like initially I was like, ah, it's just gonna be like a, a licensing kind of like Money grab or like whatever, but like you know, obviously he he was talking about. He's like he's like yeah, he's, you know, I, all my vo. I wanted to make sure every you know he said talking about every sigh and every grunt and like he's like it's all me, you know. <laughs> it's great. Which
1: fire is coming to early access in September? Um,
0: yes, your grace sequel is announced. That looked really interesting. I never um, played the first one. It looked really interesting, like it um the visual style of that looked fascinating I, I know absolutely zero about that game so but other than like this trailer i was like oh i should check this out so i will check it out and, and get back to everybody
1: uh Ruminant 2 has a release date now uh immortals of avium gets a, an extended gameplay
0: clip under the waves gets august release date that looked fascinating, dude. That looks like a story-based mm. kind of like underwater exploration game That's with cool. horror elements. And uh-huh. like not, uh, like horror in that like jump scares, but like creepy stuff where like the person in the, like on the trailer like was down there like, Whoa, "What like who put these here?" Like and there's like these little like shock mines or depth charges out there and then it's like, "Am I not uh, not alone down here? What are they doing down here?" You know, like you're uncovering a mystery almost uh, under the sea. So um, I will check that one out. Did you ever watch that movie called Underwater?
1: No. It's kind of a horror movie. It kind of like alien esque, but it takes place underwater. It was pretty cool. It's, it, that's it. what this reminds me of. Yeah, start, that's start the curse of Stewart.
0: It's very like this is very creepy. Like it, it like the where it's you know how like Firewatch like you like you're as you yeah. start like uncovering things you're like oh man what's going on here like that's kind of like the vibes that I got from the trailer. Mm,
1: that's cool. Uh Honkai Star Rail gets a PS5 release window. Black Desert Online Expansion gets a new trailer. Lysfenga, the Time Shift Warrior, is a new hack and slash game. Artwork looks cool in that. Mm-hmm. It looks good. Um Fay Farm gets a release date and PC reveal. Throne in Liberty gets a new trailer. That artwork looks really cool.
0: I don't remember that one.
1: Uh Party Animals gets a release date and uh X- xbox and Porsche partner on new designs
0: the they are like some xbox consoles like uh, you can go and join the sweepstakes, see if you win one of the cool looking xboxes because they nice. looked real cool um they're all themed after different uh Porsche race vehicles oh that's cool' so like the racing paint jobs and things like that so um there's some really really cool looking ones
1: so I'm looking at um uh the uh the call of duty warzone stuff looks like there's some new multiplayer maps some new modes nothing I oh, mean they have another black cell bundle like you can get uh, nothing mind blowing though interesting
0: what would well, blow your mind with that at this point
1: uh if they actually did something different to the map and added like a new like you know kind of kind of like take a. I, I still I I've always wanted uh, Call of Duty to take more of a Fortnite approach to Warzone and more dressed. I mean, they, they change minor things like along the way. Like right now, there's like a, a sandstorm over uh, maybe a fifth of the map, um, and yeah. and uh, you can there's I forget what it's called right now, but you can if you if you complete a series of of uh, objectives, you can set off a nuke on the map and like stuff like that. Like, it's cool, but it, like, it doesn't really change the, unless, unless you're, it doesn't change the moment to moment gameplay a ton, you know, where. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think a lot of Fortnite stuff does. I mean, yeah, I mean, I I kind of laughed at it earlier, but yeah, they'll put a hole in the middle of the map and put a whole forest there or whatever. You know, like, they'll, they yeah. do crazy things that I wish that um, Call of Duty would do just to
0: shake things up so it's not the same all the time, but. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, I, I, I get that. I get that. Um, It's also kind of one of those things where, like, with, <laughs> whenever they, whenever they were eliminated Verdansk, it was kind of like, well, you just kind of like blew up one of the, one, one of the coolest things about that mode was like the, the way that like that game map was designed. Yeah. And, uh, and so, yeah, like you don't want to change a good thing, but like, yeah, change is always exciting, you know?
1: Yeah. Um, but yeah, this seems really cool. I love all the, uh, I love all the, um, the, the, the games announced. It seems like really cool, kind of robust, uh, uh, showing here. Um, I, I'm, I'm impressed by this, this year's, uh, summer game fest.
0: Yeah, dude. I, I, I definitely think that this is the, like, this is the format and like the way that, if, if it continues in this, this, like, this is the version that they go. Yeah. Okay. That's the one that worked. Let's go with that next year and just refine it more. Like I, that would be just like the ideal because like, you know, the previous ones, it's like, okay, there's some announcements here and there, but they kind of drug along and stuff. Whereas this one, it was just like, man, it was, it was uh it was a solid show. Like I'm, I'm happy to have watched it. Um, and like when the slow parts like, we didn't like drag too long. There was a, a couple of extended commercials and that sort of thing. I watched it after it aired. I didn't watch it live. And so like those, I literally just like went, okay, let me just zip through the, this extended section of commercial. So I didn't even get that. You know, I didn't even, didn't even have to wait for, uh, for any of those, uh, those like, you know, the, the Samsung, you know, ultra wide screen commercials or anything. So, um, but it was a blast, dude. I, uh, I I'm, I'm impressed. Yeah,
1: dude. Um all right. Well uh, next week or this Sunday is when we have the Xbox event, right?
0: Yeah, dude. So I'm excited next, about that one. And yeah. there might be there might be another event, like uh, uh, another like showcase from somebody. I can't remember exactly who it's from, but might be another one um between now and now and next week when we podcast. But uh, the Xbox is the big one.
1: Yep, it's coming. Um so we'll be uh, covering that next week. You can find us online at CenterTarpodcast.com on social at Chris Right200. And Wright 777 And at Stay on Target Pod. Please go to your podcast service of choice, review us, tell all your friends about us. We really appreciate it. That's it for this week. We'll see you next time on Stay Stay on Target. Target.